uh, don't score enough points and you um, don't win the game, then you know it's hard to say any individual played well enough. Um, so there were certainly things for them for them to work on. Um, little details, you know, we had a false start on a critical third and one. You know, we had two two bad snaps, um, and you know, little things like that that could have done better. But overall, a good start. What type of an impact does a lengthy losing streak against a rival potentially have on a program, if if any at all? I don't know. I can't worry about that right now. We'll worry about that after this season's over. Right now, we got to focus on Tennessee. How has the urgency been, you know, since losing, since that loss, you know, in practices day two of, of practices since that loss? Really good. I felt like we had one of our best hard-nosed, lengthy Tuesday type practices that we've had this camp today. How have you felt about, you know, how did you grade out the wide receiver performances against Utah? You know, okay. We just didn't make enough plays, and there were times where they. Um, they they allowed themselves to get covered by man by man coverage and then on the other side of it is I got to give credit to Utah because they they cover well and they've got some good players over there. You guys coached in the SEC. You went to Auburn. You've been to LSU. What's the environment like for you having experienced Tennessee already? It's a fun place to play. I've been there um, both at Auburn and when I was at LSU and it's a beautiful venue. Um, a lot of fans and. You know, I told our offense today it'll be a great opportunity and, and hopefully a great memory for you to talk about after this Saturday. Does your experience in Wisconsin last year, I think, help your guys be prepared for the type of environment they'll face with that 100,000 fans? Well, I, ho- I hope so. I hope that, you know, a game like that showed them that we can go into a hostile environment and play with anyone. However, it's about this Saturday. It really doesn't have anything to do with, with Wisconsin last year. Any chance of position changes potentially that maybe can maximize and give you the best 11 on the field? Position changes? Like the guys that, you know, maybe get them in a different spot to get them on the field and maximize their talents? Well, I think we've moved a a number of guys around in a number of different spots. I mean, we played um, 11 in a number of different spots. We played Matt Bushman in a number of different spots. We we played Jaron Hall in a number of different places. Um, So I think we're moving our guys around um, pretty well and putting them in different spots. We've got to execute and make plays. Will Asukba be uh, available this week? Yes. Jaron Hall, when you brought him into that game, did you feel like it maybe disrupted Zach at all in terms of the flow of him being with the offense at all? No. They're used to it. They've done that all camp, and and uh, Zach's a champ. He's not going to be bothered by anything like that. What connections to, to Tennessee staff, if at all, do you do you have on a personal level? Um, you know, I've, I've just coached against a few of those guys a little bit, but not really, not really close friends with any of them, but I have a great deal of respect for for that staff, particularly um, Coach Pruitt and the defensive staff, have been around those guys and, and coached against them, and, and I know they'll have their team ready to play. Is it almost like a, a, a more difficult situation for your guys with them coming off what they consider a historic loss? I mean, just does it amplify that hey, your guys got to be ready to go and, and not look at these guys lightly? Um, I think we're hungry to play regardless. How do you feel your offensive line played against Utah? I consider one of the best defensive lines in the country. I thought it was a good start for him. I, I did. I felt like um, they were they were prepared. I thought Coach Mateos did a great job getting them ready um, for the for the challenge, and I thought they stepped up to it. In particular, uh, Brady Christensen played really well, graded out at ninety one percent against a really good player. And so, overall, I thought it was a nice start for him. Much has made him out the the pick sixes, but how impressed were you with Zach to? To in the offense in general to lead a, a scoring drive after that first pick six and still be able to move the ball and not get rattled. Well, that doesn't surprise me. And Zach has shown that he can he can step back up to the challenge after making a mistake. Um, he's just got to do a better job taking care of the ball. And and those 
Those interceptions, um, as is often the case, weren't all his fault. There were there were receivers who could have done a better job running their routes. Um, on one of them, we could have had a little better protection. And so it doesn't all fall on him, but the bottom line is we trust him with the football, just like a basketball team would trust a point guard with the ball. And so he knows he's got to do a better job of taking care of it. I know a lot of people made a lot of Tyson and trying to get him more carries. But Kalani said on Monday that, you only have 15 snaps in the second half. How tough was that to game plan with having that limited number? Well, we we had a lot more <laughs> a lot more plays ready to call, that's for sure. Um, but the bottom line is we didn't get more plays because we turned the ball over twice. And so two of those drives ended in us giving it to the other team. They resulted in 14 points, and honestly, that was the difference in the game. We were right there in it in the first half, and we gave those guys 21 points. Can't do that.